Hello everyone, Skip Montro here. You are about to listen to an extract of a Down to Business English members only episode. In this episode, Des Morgan and I report on the high stakes struggle between the United States and China over semiconductor technology, a conflict that has significant impact on geopolitics, national security, and global business. Our goal at Down to Business English is to help you learn and retain business English by reporting on current business news stories and teaching useful words, phrases, and expressions that are related to those headlines. Now, in order for us to produce Down to Business English and create this type of authentic English learning material that you just won't find in a Business English class or textbook, we need the support of our listeners. So, if you find Down to Business English useful in your English studies, if you find the topics and the business stories that we report on educational and interesting, if the words and phrases we teach in the down to vocabulary part of the show are helping you expand your range of professional English vocabulary, support what we do by becoming a D2B member today. All you need to do is go to d2benglish.com slash membership. That's D, the number two, B, English.com slash membership. And if you become a D2B member today, you can get a 25% discount on one of our annual membership plans. Just use the discount code D2B252023 at checkout. That's D, the number 2, B252023. Now, sit back and enjoy this sample of a D2B members-only episode. From Tokyo, Japan and Changsha, China, this is Down to Business English with your hosts, Skip Montreux and Des Morgan. Hello, Des. Great to be sitting down with you again. You too, Skip. It's really good to get into our old D2B routine. A little routine in one's life. There is nothing wrong with that. How are things in China? All I read in the headlines recently is how the economy is struggling. As I mentioned in an earlier show, the economy has indeed been slowing down, but I personally haven't seen any real signs of it. No? Shops seem busy, everyone seems to be gainfully employed. Of course, all of that is anecdotal on your part. That's true. The US Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo just made a visit. When was that? She was here at the end of August visiting her Chinese counterpart, Commerce Minister Wentao Wang. And she is not the only US official to visit this year, I believe. <laughs> no, she isn't. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was in Beijing in July, and Secretary of State Antony Blinken was here a month earlier. Three top US officials in three months. Something must be in the air. 
I think the ongoing dispute between China and the US over semiconductor technology has been in the air for quite some time. It certainly has been. But we haven't really reported on it in depth here on Down to Business English. Well, I intend to rectify that with today's report. Go for it, Des. So let's do it. Let's get D2B down to business with the semiconductor dispute between China and the US and the tale of two smartphones. The tale of two smartphones. That sounds intriguing. The iPhone 15 and the Mate 60 Pro, to be more precise. Apple and Huawei's most recent smartphones on the market. They are, and they really encapsulate what's happening between the US and China at the moment. But let's backtrack a bit first for some background on this whole situation. Yes, that sounds helpful. We need to go back to October 2022 when the US imposed a sweeping set of export controls on US companies that limited China's access to advanced chips and chip-making technology. The US government started to restrict US companies from selling advanced chips to Chinese companies. Not only advanced chips, but the equipment and technology for the Chinese companies to make their own advanced chips as well. And why did the US feel this move was necessary? The main concern is the military applications of the technology. In other words, US national security. Exactly. Because China is not able to manufacture advanced chips on their own, they rely on imports from other countries, including the US. Advanced chips are no doubt critical to modern military infrastructure and future warfare given the advent of AI applications. They are, and the US doesn't want to see military applications powered by US-made chips being used by their potential adversaries. The Chinese government must not have been too happy about this development. Not in the least. To make matters worse, in January of this year, the US added to their list of export restrictions by encouraging the Netherlands and Japan to limit their semiconductor exports to China as well. I can understand the inclusion of Japan, as they design high-end chips, but the Netherlands? I wasn't aware that they were a major player in this field. Aha, but they are. In fact, the Dutch company ASML is the only company in the world that can provide the latest generation of photolithography scanner equipment. <laughs> Which is? It's a technology that's used to etch minute circuits into silicon wafers. So without access to ASML machinery, China would be unable to manufacture the latest generation chips. Uh, yeah, that is indeed the idea. And ASML went along with the US requested restrictions? They did. On the 30th of June, the Netherlands confirmed that they would comply with these export controls effective September 1st, just a couple of weeks ago. Did China retaliate? I would assume they would. Of course. And... What form did this retaliation come in? Are you familiar with rare earth elements, or REEs? The small group of natural elements that are vital in the manufacture of electronics? Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. There are 17 rare earth elements, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not exactly sure how many there are, but I do know that without them, 
You can't manufacture things like electronic displays, guidance systems, lasers, and radar and sonar systems. That's very true. So what about these rare earth elements? Well, China happens to control 70% of the world's supply of REEs. And on the 3rd of July, Chinese officials announced export restrictions on two of them. I hope you enjoyed that sample of a D2B members-only episode. Thanks for listening. To hear the full episode and to support D2B, just go to d2benglish.com membership and become a D2B member today. One more time, that's D, the number two, B, english.com slash membership. Sign up for a D2B membership today and get yourself a 25% discount on one of our annual D2B membership plans. Just use the discount code D2B252023 at checkout. And to all of you who are already supporting the show through your D2B membership, on behalf of Des, Samantha, and myself, thank you very much for your support. Down to Business English. Business news to improve your business English.